podcast. A special episode coming this time. We're talking Luke Fickle, the Bearcats, Luke Fickle leaving. We're talking to uh, On3 Sports, uh, Pete Nakos. And uh, Pete, you have been, um, it's been a whirlwind, a whirlwind of what's been happening here in Cincinnati with Luke Fickle leaving. Kind of take us through when the news hit, what did that do initially, kind of looking down um, as far as the college football world? Yeah, uh, it, it, obviously really came as a huge surprise to, to I think everyone um, obviously Luke has had plenty of opportunities when you look around the college football landscape he could have gone to Notre Dame um, could have could have gone to USC last year if that was something he really wanted to do they were ready to to, to do that um, but yeah he he suddenly lands at Wisconsin um, definitely a pay bump in that but it, it obviously shows that Luke has the belief that Wisconsin can become a true title contender. That's what he turned uh, Cincinnati into. Um, now, whether Cincinnati truly had the shot to win the national championship, that, that I, that's a different argument. But taking Cincinnati to the college football playoff, I mean, that is something that that uh, we've never seen before. And, and uh, he's obviously going to have a little bit of a stronger and, and larger foundation at Wisconsin to work with. And, and that should just be really interesting to see how how that develops. Absolutely. So, you know, he's he's gone to Wisconsin, you know, off to, you know, his uh, his own greener pastures, as he, he would probably say, you know, a, a new dream, a new path for Cincinnati. Now, they don't have a head coach. They have an interim. They still have a bowl game to play. But the impacts of this are already being felt on the recruiting front. We're seeing players already starting to uh, a few are waffling, but a few have already left. What can you tell us as far as that landscape, as far as how a team like Cincinnati Coming from the AAC, you know, what wasn't a Power Five school, but now going to the Big Twelve, they're really in a unique spot right now. Yeah, it's a really um a tough spot to be honest with you, right? I mean, now is ideally not the right timeline to be losing recruits and commits that that Luke had recruited to to try to build a Big Twelve roster, um, and now you're seeing decommitments and and things of that sort, and. Uh, Cincinnati is going to have to make a, a hire quickly. They're going to have to make a hire that they really believe in. And then they're going to have to make sure that that hire um, fully understands the task of, of bringing Cincinnati into the big 12 and, and the growing pains I'm sure that will come with. Um, so it's just a very interesting situation for whoever takes over here, right? They're going to suddenly take over the reins of a program that, I don't really think was expecting this to happen. Uh, you read more about it and they, they saw it coming a few weeks ahead of time, but it, it was not really something entering the season that, that I think Cincinnati had on its radar. Uh, absolutely. And, and it feels like this is a first among college football as a whole, a team to be losing their coach, changing the conference, now you have early signing day, what, December 21st, whatever it might be, and you have NIL, and you have the transfer portal. You know, kind of put all of that in one basket and take people what this means for a program. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a lot to go through. Um, the other interesting thing that has to be considered, too, is, I mean, all the, all the athletes on this the Cincinnati roster right now, right, they were brought, brought to UC by Luke, and, and now Luke, is probably going to want to bring some of them to, to Wisconsin with him. And, and I mean, that's completely like legal and, and fine. And in the, the one-time transfer portal world. And um, I mean, if he needs a quarterback, he's got a few good ones at Cincinnati, if he wants to bring them over to Wisconsin. So the, it, it, it's such a tumultuous time right now in college football. 
um, and definitely not the ideal time to have to go through a coaching change if you're the one who has to go out and hire, make a hire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you touch on, you know, taking a quarterback with you. We saw Lincoln Riley at USC take Caleb Williams with him from Oklahoma to USC. Basically, I don't know if you call it a package deal, but they went, you know, at the same time yeah. out, out to the West Coast, which everybody kind of went, huh, on that. Yeah. But that's that's the era that we're in now. Uh, so let's talk about um, NIL. That's where you guys kind of have carved out a very big specialty. And this it could hurt. <laughs> it's just so weird to say that a coach leaving could – possibly affect the value of a recruiter players on the roster is that is that true am i working through that correctly yeah i think you're working through that correctly i think that the one thing that would be very interesting to watch right now at cincinnati is um right luke wasn't exactly thrilled with with the circumstances surrounding cincinnati's nil plan and, and things are starting to trend in the right direction they had recently launched a collective um, and, and kind of get that backing from the athletic department, which we've seen is really big across the country right now. Now you're going to have to bring someone else in. They're going to have to meet boosters and donors that Luke had, had really started to like foster a very good relationship with over the past few years. Um, uh, Luke was from, is and was from Ohio, right? I mean, he, he knows, he knows a lot of people across the state. I'm sure that he had started to make some really good connections with local businesses just from living there. I mean, they're just such a learning curve that um, we talk about the portal and recruiting and all that. And obviously any new coach they bring in, will have to, uh, to, to deal with that. But there, there is a learning curve in NIL and uh, trying to bring someone in who has some sort of a uh, um, history with Cincinnati and, and, and an understanding of the, the climate in that city. I think that's going to be very important. Yeah, because it's all new. I mean, I feel like there's new guidelines for NIL coming out. It feels like, uh, you know, weekly, if not, you know, every every few weeks. But it, I don't think there's many people out there who have that learning curve because everybody's learning at the same time. Right, right. Uh, definitely agree with you on that one. It is a uh, ever-changing landscape, as as we say. It's, it's something new. And uh, whether it's a, a directive from the NCAA or, new trend in nil or, or something like that um or the the latest collective to join the market yeah something new every week right now mm -hmm. so from a player standpoint say you're an athlete on the cincinnati roster you know you know with your nil with the transfer portal you know you one time you can you know up and leave and be el eligible immediately what <laughs> you know what what do the players have to deal with to you know what decide whether to stay or go you know it's got to be tough for a, a 19 year old who Maybe you've been on campus for a year or two. Right. It's, it's going to be really tough. I mean, for starters, the the reality of the fact is with the transfer portal and NIL intersecting, uh, they're going to have to have some real conversations with their, their circle and try to figure out if they want to hit the portal uh, because they can probably command a price in the portal. Now, uh, the, the the top five quarterbacks and wide receivers will probably like get the top the, the top dollars. Um, and I'm not trying to say that if you enter the portal, you're immediately going to be handed like a million dollars or something like that. But if you hit the portal and and some teams evaluate your film and and really like what they're seeing, uh, you're probably going to get cut a nice little check to, to go play football there. And that is something that maybe Cincinnati can't offer, or maybe it's something that they don't want to match or something like that. And, and that's a, a real discussion that probably so, uh, an athlete has to have. And, and those conversations are having 
in every college football program in the country right now. That's amazing that we're at a point that those conversations are even had. You know, I've followed sports for a long time, as you have too, and to think even a couple of years ago that we'd be having this conversation that you could price match for a wide receiver yeah. is pretty wild. It, it, it is it is crazy. Um, and I'd like to just add real quick that, like, I am well aware that it's an NCAA violation, but the, the other truth is the NCAA hasn't done anything about it in the last 16 months. So what is going to stop a school or a collective from going out there and doing it right now? And I think that the risk that that school or collective takes on by by – cutting that deal whether it's like a contract or however it is i mean they're just not very nervous or scared of what the repercussions might look like yeah maybe because there's no repercussions written down so you can't be penalized for what you didn't know what the punishment would be right i I don't even know how you put that (laughs) right or school x hasn't received the fifty thousand dollar fine yet um so why would i be worried about being the the example yeah, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So, uh, you know, back to UC, I guess what will be obviously the future is getting a head coach. Any ideas, any names, anything that uh, on three is hearing about that <laughs> UC fans can, uh, you know, grasp. I cannot, hope. yeah, I, I cannot <laughs> confirm any names personally, um, just but from what I've read and heard um, from my colleagues and peers, and, and it sounds like. Uh, uh, Matt Campbell at Iowa State's going to get a, a nice long hard look. Um, it sounds like um, I mean Kerry Coombs, who who's the interim coach right now, is deep Cincinnati ties and um, by no means a shoe in, but he's going to get a, a very hard look from the uh, from the athletic department. Um, people were throwing around Urban Meyer yesterday on Twitter. That's not going to happen. No, that's uh, that a lot of baggage on that one. I, I just don't really see. Um, he obviously has the track record at multiple schools, but just don't really see that coming to fruition. Um, but yeah, Matt Campbell um, will be a name to watch. Kerry Coombs and uh, uh, I, I believe the name is Matt Minter. He's the defense coordinator at uh, Michigan right now. Um, he was a GA at, at UC in the late uh, 2000s, and, and his name has also been mentioned. All right, so there's there's three names, potential. We shall see. We shall wait. Pete, thanks so much for hopping on with us to talk a little bit about all of the ramifications that just a few years ago we would never even be talking about. It'd just be a coach leaving and hiring a new one, but now there's a big bowl of stuff that has to be uh, waited through to get to the final product. You bet. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you take care, okay? Yep, you bet.